Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Examining wrestling stories and matches through the eyes of game plans, adjustments, intangibles, and analytics. This is the series. Previously on the series, CM Punk conquered MJF in a dog collar match, avenging his only loss in AEW. With MJF in his rearview mirror, Punk had solidified himself as a top contender for the AEW World Championship. CM Punk had always called himself the best in the world, but being the best in the world without the AEW World Championship was nothing more than a nickname. Punk had gotten back on the bike, he'd survived forces of nature, and when he did fall, he got back up and pushed over the hill. He earned his shot at the AEW World Championship, and it was the last thing he needed to prove he was indeed the best in the world. In Punk's way stood Hangman Page, a man who went through his own journey to eventually become the AEW World Champion. Page was an AEW original, a man who had competed in the first ever AEW World title bout, losing to Chris Jericho. Following his loss, Page had worked his way through the tag team ranks, lost his friends, found new friends, and never stopped moving forward in his effort to become a champion. Page was not handed the championship or slotted him in the position based on reputation. He embraced the grind, and much like Punk, he got back on the horse every time he was knocked off. Contrary to the thoughts and opinions of many, this match wasn't all about being the best or mutual respect. Fans loved both men, but there was a clear divide in ideology, and that in turn separated the fan base. Hangman Page was a new school thinker, someone who laid the foundation for AEW and adapted with the times, helping revolutionize the sport. Despite Punk looking to make the match about respect, his old school mentality had been clear with how he spoke about past opponents and the lengths he was willing to go to to play mind games. Punk had always shown confidence, but his demeanor was bordering on cockiness going into this match. That cockiness brought out a different side of Hangman Page, who made this a more personal rivalry than anyone could have expected when the match was made official. During his entrance, there's a smirk from Punk as he looks out into the crowd and stares right into the camera. This match is more about the AEW world title for Punk. He said in the build-up it's his chance to prove he can carry the company to new heights. As he looks out into the crowd and the audience at home, his confidence only increases because he believes this is the start of something bigger than just him. Page comes to the ramp and is immediately focused on Punk, but multiple times tries to pull the crowd onto his side during his entrance. It's almost as if he's trying to get them to believe in him in a way he doesn't quite believe in himself, which has been an issue for Hangman throughout his career. Being the champion has not erased his confidence issue. It can be argued that it's led to more pressure on him. Going up against a guy who has never lacked in confidence, a man who calls himself the best in the world, a man who changed the landscape upon arriving, Hangman needs the confidence and support from wherever he can get it. On paper, the match is a toss-up, which is why the mental aspect is so important. Punk is the more well-rounded and technical striker, but Page hits opponent with knockout blows. Punk is better at controlling the pace and finding weaknesses, but Page has a motor that does not quit. Punk is shown to be patient, working submissions and holds, while Page keeps the tempo high once to blast opponents with big shots. It's a clash of styles and in-ring philosophies. Three straight lockups to open up the match. Punk gains the advantage on the first and rubs his head into Page's face. Hangman gains the advantage on the second and rubs his elbow into Punk's face. Punk breaks on the third and hits him with a slap to the chest. 
No real gained advantage to start as both men are feeling things out and try to establish that they are the alpha in this belt. Hangman wins a slap exchange that forces Punk to grab a headlock and he uses that to rake the nose of Hangman with his arm on the break. Another headlock leads to a shoulder block where neither man budges and Hangman throws the first big blow of the match in the form of an elbow to the face. Punk wins a chop exchange and Hangman goes into the corner where Punk kicks at the knee. Punk has established an early target on the left knee as he looks to take some explosiveness out of the Hangman's offense. Punk tries to grind things down, but he's a little too loose with his offense, which allows Hangman to fire off a back elbow in another forearm. Punk regains the advantage by winning another chop exchange. While Hangman is establishing his power with forearm strikes, Punk has smartly stayed away from exchanging power shots to the head, instead drawing Hangman into chop battles where he's coming out on top. Punk gets a Russian leg sweep and a series of scoop slams as the crowd wafers between cheering for the two men. Punk smiles when they chant for him, and then seems angered when they begin cheering for his opponent. Much like we've seen from him in the past matches, when the crowd turns against him, Punk responds by inflicting more punishment on his opponent. In this case, it's another scoop slam as they cheer for Hangman. Punk heads up top and goes for a crossbody, but Hangman catches him and rolls through, leading to a fallaway slam. Hangman follows up with a springboard clothesline that knocks Punk to the outside, and then a crossbody over the top. This series shows the explosive offense of Hangman as he wipes out Punk with three high-impact moves. Hangman tosses Punk into the railing before smashing his face into the steps while the crowd continues to be divided. As they get back into the ring, Hangman stops on the apron and tries to soak in a moment from the crowd, but is met with a mixed reaction. Once again, Hangman seems to be begging for acceptance from the crowd as a way to boost his own confidence, and they aren't filling his meter like he, they typically would. Hangman seems angered by the crowd and is wasting time seeking their approval. Hangman levels Punk with a rolling elbow, once again tries to get the crowd on his side. Hangman explodes out of the corner with a clothesline and leaps to the apron, waiting on Punk to stand so he can set up the buckshot lariat. While waiting on Punk, Hangman continues to play for the crowd as he looks around, still seeking that acceptance. Punk stands with his back turned and then catches Hangman off guard, charging at him and knocking him off the apron. While Hangman was in position for the buckshot, by the time Punk stood up, his overall lack of focus cost him time and energy. On the outside, Hangman responds well with a pop-up powerbomb on the apron, and then shows great awareness, adjusting from his top rope moonsault to the outside to a top rope clothesline as Punk rolls back in the ring. Instead of following up in the ring, Hangman tosses Punk back to the outside and again sets up for the top rope moonsault. However, he's cut off by Punk. Hangman's game plan is focused on winning over the crowd instead of winning the match, and this was his most costly mistake yet, as Punk hits a superplex after a short struggle that forces Punk to use extra energy. Punk runs some of his trademark offense, including a strike combo, a leg lariat, running knee in the corner, and right into the bulldog. He follows that up with a sp Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? 
Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Springboard Larry. Thus far, Punk has stuck to his game plan, while Hangman has begged the crowd to get behind him and feed his energy. Punk is using any reaction from the crowd, good or bad, to fuel him. Punk goes for a sharpshooter, but it's poor technique as his head is too low and he crosses at the ankles and not the ankle behind the knee. In the first bout against MJF, exhaustion could be blamed for Punk's lack of execution when it came to the sharpshooter. This time, Punk seems to be in his right mind after a series of offensive moves and still shows a lack of understanding in how to perform the hold. Given his admiration for Bret Hart, it's kind of insulting at how poor his technique is for Hart's signature hold. Hangman easily fights out of the sharpshooter, but Punk shows great awareness in trying to catch Hangman with a quick strike GTS. Hangman manages to fight out of that as well, but Punk catches him with a neckbreaker off of a clothesline reversal. Punk heads to the top, but Hangman cuts him off with a forearm that knocks him to the outside. Hangman finally hits his top rope moonsault to the outside, but comes up favoring his left knee, which is the knee Punk briefly worked on at the beginning of the match. Though Punk hasn't gone back to that knee, the early strikes and Hangman's high-risk offense have paid off as Hangman has now damaged himself. If his knee isn't stable, he'll have trouble landing the buckshot lariat. Immediately, the knee of Hangman doesn't hold up as he stumbles on the buckshot lariat, which allows Punk to counter with another sharpshooter attempt. He keeps his head higher, but the execution isn't flawless as the leg cross remains closer to the ankle than the knee. His posture is also poor as he sits back too far rather than staying in a squat position. His poor posture doesn't allow him to control the body of Hangman, who easily crawls to the ropes for the break. Punk goes for a buckshot lariat of his own, but fails to find his footing. Punk has been known to take from greats in his matches, and he did pull off a buckshot lariat in the lead-up to this match against Hangman, but it's obviously a move he's not comfortable doing, and lacks the overall athleticism and explosiveness to do it at this point in the match. Hangman goes for a GTS, but Punk slips out and tries to go for a cloverleaf. Hangman fights off the cloverleaf, but Punk creates space with a head kick from the apron. Punk again goes for the buckshot and for the most part fails. He falls back on his ass, but manages to rise for a weak clothesline. Pride has not gotten in Punk's way. He went for it again, feeling the first time was a mistake, and he just needed a slight adjustment. There is no adjustment for trying a move he's simply not capable of doing at this stage in the bout, and now looks foolish for trying again. Punk is trying to prove a point about Hangman's style, and he is, but not how he would like. You don't try to take guys off the dribble and shoot step back threes when your game is to get inside and bully opponents. Punk signals for the GTS, which has rarely worked in big matches, and Hangman escapes. Hangman goes for a GTS of his own, and Punk escapes. Hangman turns a running knee into a last ride powerbomb, and then rolls through, picks Punk up, and hits a deadeye. While Punk is fading and going out of his comfort zone as the match progresses, Hangman is getting stronger and still has the explosiveness to execute two high-impact moves. The combo gets Hangman a very close near fall, as Punk seems to be on his last legs. Hangman now singles for the GTS, and we're seeing a different side of the champion. Hangman's focus has been erratic all match, as he's looked for crowd approval, but in this case, he's not trying to get the crowd on his side. Instead, he's sending a message to Punk and the crowd that he's no longer worried about pleasing them. 
Now, he's truly out to embarrass Punk, and you can either love him or hate him for it. Punk escapes the first GTS attempt, hits another head kick, but Hangman succeeds with a quick strike GTS. He uses the banged up left knee for the blow, which takes some impact out of it, but gives him a near fall for the victory. After the fall, Hangman continues the clutch at his left knee. They trade forearm strikes on the ground, Punk hits a couple of leg kicks to the left leg, unloads with more forearm strikes, but gets caught with a big boot. Hangman puts all his weight on his left leg though, damaging himself while executing the move. Hangman is running his offense, but he's potentially taking himself out of landing his signature buckshot lariat. Hangman finds a burst of energy and clotheslines Punk over the top rope and to the outside. He follows up by tossing Punk over the ringside table and then taunts him with the championship. There's been a huge dynamic shift in Hangman from the start of this match where he needed the approval of the crowd to boost his confidence to now having a cockiness about him. His issue is that he's leaning too far in each direction and not able to find a middle ground that keeps him focused on the task at hand. Hangman goes for a buckshot lariat but Punk counters with the GTS attempt. And swinging Hangman, the ref is knocked down. Hangman ends up landing a lariat and now everyone is down. Hangman grabs the AEW world title and looks set on hitting Punk with it. Punk remains on his knees and gets his hands up before making any kind of move. Punk is purely baiting Hangman into making a choice instead of being proactive to cut him off. He's playing on Hangman's emotions and identity crisis, forcing him to reach his own conclusion rather than giving him an out. Hangman eventually decides to drop the title. Hangman goes for a buckshot lariat, but Punk was well recovered by the time he ended up getting to his feet. Punk easily avoids a lariat, twists through, and hits a quick strike GTS. The referee is able to come through long enough to make the three count, giving CM Punk the victory and the AEW World Championship. CM Punk reached the top of the mountain. He proved he was the best in the world by defeating Hangman Page in a match where it was clear that Punk wasn't on his A-game. Punk laid the early groundwork by going after the left leg of Hangman and then let Hangman beat himself, physically and emotionally. Hangman's explosive offense wore on his left leg and his range of emotions, from needing acceptance to being fueled by anger to his crisis of conscience, left him damaged and confused. For the most part, Punk stayed within himself this match. The two times he went away from his attack, trying to show Hangman up with a buckshot lariat of his own, he failed miserably. Like we've seen throughout Punk's career, he was at his best when he let his opponent beat themselves while finding openings and taking advantage. The stats from our friends at Pro Wrestling Musings show that the bout was relatively even with just a small gap in the major categories. The biggest discrepancy comes in taunts, which backs up Hangman's lack of focus throughout the match. Hangman was arguably the better wrestler, but his indecision in the biggest moments was his downfall. The journey to the AEW world title was over for CM Punk. In less than 9 months, CM Punk knocked off 7 years of rust to defeat some of the top talent in AEW en route to overcoming Hangman Page and capturing the AEW World Championship. Next time on the series. Though Punk had reached the pinnacle in AEW, his trek was not over. The summer of Punk was dim, and the fall was coming to light. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.